Daniel chapter 3. When you get it, say Jesus. I shall read one verse today. And I'm going to read verse 19. That's Daniel chapter 3, verse 19. And you will find these words. Then was never, I'm reading from the King James Version. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his vintage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that there should be heat the furnace one seven times more than it would want to be heated. Seven times more than it was want to be heated. I just want to reason with us for a little while from this subject. Can you stand the heat? Turn to your neighbor and say, can you stand the heat? Can you stand the heat? Let us pray. Eternal Heavenly Father, we come now thanking you and praising you for your grace, your mercy, and your love. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you have allowed us to assemble in the house of prayer. Father, I ask now that I would decrease, but let your word and power increase. Father, I declare by the power of the Holy Spirit that your word today is going to fall on good ground, and the enemy will not be able to come kill it, steal it, or snatch it away. But, oh, God, I believe that your word is going to perform that that you have already ordained for it to. In the mighty, magnificent name of Jesus Christ, we pray. All in agreement, said? Amen. amen, amen. You may be seated. Can you stand the heat? Oh, glory to God. Can you stand the heat? Today's message is centered around a personal question. Now, you need to remember that every question deserves an answer. So the question of the hour is, can you stand the heat? Can you survive the heat? Now, I believe if you learn to stand the heat now, you don't have to worry about the heat later. Oh, somebody going to catch that. Oh, glory to God. Oh, blessed. I, I truly believe that, Pastor, that if you learn to stand the heat now, you ain't got to worry about the heat later. Oh, glory to God. Now, when I asked you to, the question, can you stand the heat? I, I, I want you to do me a favor this morning. I, I want you to do me a favor this morning. Some of us, when we hear a question, we have the tendency to want to immediately come up with an answer. Hello, somebody. But I, I want to beg you this morning that, 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 that just, I want to appeal to you. Hold on that before you answer the question. Wait till the conclusion of the message before you answer the question. Now, somebody might ask the question, but why are you wanting us to wait before we answer the question? 
Well, my beloved, I don't want anybody here lying this morning. Hello, somebody. And if some of you answer the question at this moment, you might just end up not telling the truth. And some of us, if we answer the question right now, we will think that we're going to fool others, but we would end up deceiving ourselves. And so I, I don't want to come and be detrimental. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? But some of you, if you answer the question right now, you just might end up answering it wrong, and then it will be detrimental for you in days ahead. So just, just hold on before you answer the question. Now, the question deserves more than just an emotional explanation or response. But, but, but the answer really it requires intentional action uh, based upon your firm faith in God and not your firm fear of the devil. Hello, somebody. So, so don't ask the question yet. You see, trials and tribulations will bring trouble into your life and into my life and to the lives of our loved ones. And when trials and tribulation comes, the issue is, can you stand the heat? Now, the heat that we're going to be discussing today is more than just temperature of a high degree. Oh, glory to God. But, but, but we're going to be discussing heat from a standpoint of unexpected life circumstances that are outside of your control which takes you out of your comfort zone and it is designed to destroy you. That's the kind of heat that we're going to talk about. Hello, somebody. I, I better say that again so you can catch it. You see, the kind of heat that we're talking about today is, is, is the unexpected life circumstances that, that, that are outside of your control, which comes to take you out of your comfort zone and is designed to destroy you. That's the kind of heat I'm talking about. Hello, somebody. You, you, you see, if we could always control life circumstances, none of us would ever have to deal with the heat of life. Hello, somebody. Amen? But, but, but the reality of it is that we have an adversary, and his name is called Satan, the devil. Hello, somebody, the tempter. Hello. And, and so he has in his uh, resume your name and my name. So that he can bring on the heat of life. So we cannot stop the heat of life. But the issue is, but can you stand it? Are, are y'all hearing me? Can you stand the heat? Now, 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 now I want you to understand that uh, the way that we're dealing with heat this morning and that definition is not uh, based upon what we traditionally might think about heat. But I want you to know that when you are faced with life circumstances that are outside of your control, it will cause you to sweat. Hello, somebody. Oh, y'all better catch it. You better catch it. You see, when the heat of life comes and causes you to sweat, unless you have already prepared for the heat and you start sweating, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You're going to begin to stink. Hello, somebody. You know how it is when you go down and you work out and you start sweating? If you ain't prepared yourself with the a right amount of deodorant, hello, somebody, you're going to end up stinking. Hello, somebody. Come on. 
seen it. We want to prepare ourselves before the heat of life comes upon us. Now, I want to give you a little background about our story today. Uh, this story starts off because there was a king by the name of Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar had uh, in his own mindset that he would, and he did, erect a golden image. Now, I don't have a copy of his golden image. So today, this is going to be our golden image. It's got a yellow bottom here. Hello, somebody. It's got a little yellow up here. So this is going to be our golden image. Hello, somebody. Now, 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 Nebuchadnezzar, he created his golden image for two reasons. First of all, he wanted folks to worship his golden image. And the second thing is he wanted to test, somebody say test, their alliance to him. Now, when we look at this, 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 this golden image here, to those of us that are connected, somebody say connected. And you see, I, I see back to the sign says, I'm connected. Hello, somebody. So if you're connected, then you might look at this and then you should quickly come to the conclusion that this golden image is not God. But if you're not connected, guess what? You just might end up thinking that it's God. Hello, somebody. Now, Miss Musician, come on, come on, honey. See, I got to tell the story. I got to tell the story. <laughs> now, now, Nebuchadnezzar, when he built the, the golden image, he sent out a decree. And the decree was, every time you hear the music, you were supposed to bow down. Give me a B flat. Give me an F. Now, when you hear the music, you're supposed to bow down. Hello, somebody. Now, there were some folks that was not connected. And so they would bow down. Give me a B flat. Give me an E flat. And they would bow down because they wasn't connected. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? But the Bible tells us that there was three Hebrew boys, three Jewish boys. Hello, somebody. That was firm in their faith. Somebody say firm. They were firm in their faith. And so what happened is the three Hebrew boys, they, they were called and uh, they saw the image. Give me a B flat. Give me an F. Give me a C. But they didn't bow. Hello, somebody. They looked at it, but they didn't bow. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, they didn't bow because they were firm in their faith. Are y'all hearing me? Now, the three Hebrew boys, they made a conscious, intentional decision not to bow. Now, remember we just talked about you need to prepare yourself for the heat. Well, now somebody might say that these three Hebrew boys, when they saw the golden image, why is it that they didn't bow when other folks were bowing? Well, if you remember back in chapter 1 of Daniel, they had a situation where they were called upon to eat the king's meat. And, 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 and they decided that, oh, no, 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 we can't. 
generation wasn't really hot. Hello, somebody. But but now, because of the golden image, they're in a hot situation. But because they had prepared, hello, somebody, because they had prepared, they were ready to deal with the heat. What are you saying? I'm saying some of us, we don't prepare ourselves for the heat of life. Hello, somebody. You've got to learn to exercise your faith, not just every now and then. Hello, somebody. You've got to exercise your faith every day. Hello, somebody. So when the heat of life comes upon you, you can stand. Give me a B flat. Give me a C. Give me a F. You can stand. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? God bless you, daughter. You see, you see, you see, you can't, you got to prepare. And so the three Hebrew boys, they had prepared because of what had happened earlier in their lives. Now, the golden image, like I say, it, it, it was something that Nebuchadnezzar, he built. And the Bible teaches us that this image was a huge image. It's reported that it was like 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. Hello, somebody. That's a big something. <laughs> Are y'all hear what I'm saying? 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide. So he wanted to test the alliance of his followers. Now, if you were part of his kingdom, because he was the king, and when the music played, if you did not bow, he sent out a decree that says that if you don't bow down immediately, you will be cast into the burning, fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. The burning, fiery furnace. So now you need to catch it. You need to catch it. Nebuchadnezzar knew that there were going to be some folks that was going to challenge him. So he prepared ahead of time. He had the furnace already burning. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Okay? So when you fail to bow down, he immediately had you cast into the burning fire in the furnace. Well, now, you need to understand something here. The word said that the burning fiery furnace... Now, I don't know if y'all understand the word fiery, but that lets you know that it is so hot that the fire turns red. Oh, y'all going to catch this in a minute. It is so hot that the fire turns red. That's when you know you got a fiery furnace. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And, and so the moment that it happens, you, if you did not bow, you were immediately sent to the fire. Well, now, uh, you need to understand about something about Nebuchadnezzar. He set this up because he was known as a person who did not tolerate lawbreakers. They say that if you broke the law once, he punished you. But if you found that you were a criminal twice, he would then have your head decapitated, hello somebody, and put in the center of the town so folks could see he wasn't playing. <laughs> hello somebody. Now I want y'all 
to, I want y'all to, uh, you got the background. Okay, well now we can get into the message. That was just the introduction. <laughs> okay, now we can get, get into the, to, to, to the message. Okay, I want to give a little background. Now, 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 let's pick up with this story at verse 16. It says, um, in verse 16, it, it, it says here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They answered and said to the king, O king Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Now what had happened is, he had asked the question, is it true that when the music was playing, you didn't bow down? Hello, somebody. And, and, and so they said to him, well, we're going to be careful how we say this. Hello, somebody, because it's not that we're afraid of you. Hello, somebody. But you're going to be afraid of the answer that we give you. Oh, somebody's going to catch that. Somebody's going to catch that. You see, in other words, what they were trying to set him up is to let him know that, look, we would rather obey God than man. Oh, I wish I had a witness here today. We, he would they would rather obey God than man. Too many of us that say that we are connected, we're so quick to compromise when the heat comes on of life rather than standing up being firm in our fight, saying, uh, you better get ready for this answer. Hello, somebody. You see, they, they want them to know that our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us. Now, this statement shows that they had a good understanding and appreciation. Now, Mama, I need to put a pause right there. They, they, they had a good understanding and appreciation. Now, some of us understand God, but we don't always appreciate him. Hello, somebody. Oh, glory to God. But these three Hebrew boys, they understood and had an appreciation of God's great power. You see, you and I, if we would really understand that we are connected to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and that he has great power, I don't care how hot it gets. Hello, somebody. When I understand that I'm connected, oh, glory to God, I got to obey God and not man. See, you need to understand that when the heat is on, you need to understand who can control the heat. <laughs> hey, oh, glory to God. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. They believe that God is able to do two things in this situation. Y'all need to catch this. Because sometimes we miss it. They understood that, yes, the king had authority. But, brother, they understood that the king didn't have all authority. They, they, they understood that. And so because they understood the great power of the God that they serve, they said to themselves, we know that God is able not only to save us in the heat, hello somebody, but he can also save us from the king. Oh, glory to God. Y'all better catch that. Y'all better catch that. Because see, some of us, when we are on our jobs, hello somebody, we might think that God can help us keep our job, but that terrible supervisor, hello somebody, oh glory to God. But, but, but they understood that look, not only will you help me keep my job, you can keep me from the supervisor. Hello 
on somebody. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Oh, glory to God. So they understood and appreciate the power. As Minister Jamal might would say, the power. Hello, on, somebody. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You see, they understood that God had the power. Hello, somebody. And so they, they were not afraid. Look, look at this. It says, now, if it be so, our God is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of the hand, O king. Now, the king didn't realize, but they were giving the king tomorrow's mail today. Oh, y'all gonna catch it. Y'all gonna catch it. See, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna catch it. Y'all, y'all gonna catch it. <laughs> you see, when you are connected to the king of kings, hello, somebody, the one that has the power, hello, somebody, he doesn't have to wait until yes to tomorrow to tell you about today because where you are going, he's already been. Hi! Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? Oh, glory to God. He's already been. So they were actually trying to help out the king. Okay? You see, king, not only will he be able to save us from the fire, but he can save us from you. Oh, y'all gonna catch that. But, but, but now, let me explain something to you. That is not the firm faith. See, Y'all might think that that's the firm faith. No, that's the baby faith. That's the baby faith, okay? That's just the mustard seed faith. Hello, somebody. You see, if they hadn't exercised no more than faith of just that moment, that would have been all right. But that's baby faith. But these boys had more than baby faith, okay? Now, somebody said, well, how do you know they had more than baby faith? Well, look at the next verse. Look at this. Look at verse 18. See, y'all better catch this. Put your seatbelt on. (laughs) Catch this. But if not, but if not, oh, y'all going to catch it. You see, that's firm faith. Hello, somebody. That's that's firm faith. They said, but if, but if not. Be it known unto thee, O king. They trying to help the king out. Notice what they said. And they said, but but if it be not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Now, y'all need to understand, this is firm faith. Now, we know that God is able to deliver us out of your hand and this fiery furnace. But can you also need to know that if he chooses not to do what I want him to do, I still ain't going to bow down. Oh, glory to God. Oh. How many of us would have that kind of faith? See, you need to understand. They were not going to bow down even if God didn't do what they wanted him to do. I better stop there for a moment. Because, see, some of us, we get mad. We get crazy mad. 
These boys were firm in their faith. They said, now, God is able to deliver us from this fiery furnace and from you, king. But if not, you need to understand one thing. We still ain't going to bow. So this is what they were saying. God is good even if he doesn't move the way I want him to move. He's still good. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And you see, when you, when, you, when you get firm in your faith, you understand that God is sovereign. Oh, my God, my God. See, when you're firm in your faith, you understand that God is sovereign. Well, let me just break that down real quick. Sovereign. Let me just break it down. Let me tell you what that means. It means that God can do what he wants to do, when he wants to do it, because he wants to do it. And if he don't want to do it, he don't have to do it. Hello, somebody. Oh, glory to God. That's God's sovereign. See, we need to understand that we're going to be firm in our faith. We got to accept the fact that the God we serve is sovereign. He's not a little genie. Hello, somebody. Oh, glory to God. And so these fellas, they were firm in their faith. Now, I, I guess I should let y'all know something. There's something significant, I do believe about these three Hebrew boys. It wasn't one of them. It wasn't two of them. It was three of them. Now, at Faith Fellowship, I always tell them that whenever you see the number three represented in the Bible, there's one thing you can be assured of. It's going to be a resurrection. Oh, y'all going to catch that. 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 You see, whenever you see the number three, you got to know that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost is in the midst. Hello, somebody. Oh, glory to God. You see, these three Hebrew boys, they were connected. And so the mere fact, I believe that there was three of them is significant. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, now, now. Now, we, we see here that they have been firm in their faith. And they have uh, made it clear to the king, we know my God is able. And if he doesn't do what I want him to do, it's not because he's not able. It's because he chose not to do it. And they were saying, guess what, king? We all right with that. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hearing me? They chose not to compromise. And they had, a they, they had a benefit about the heat that you and I don't always have. Y'all better catch this one. This is free. They had a benefit about the heat that you and I don't always have. They understood ahead of time what the consequence was going to be. Oh, y'all ain't catching it. <laughs> they understood that, look, no, king, I'm not going to bow down to this golden image. And if that means you're going to put us in a fiery furnace, put us in. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Because we ain't going to bow. We're not going to bow. 
Jesus. Now, they could have said, there ain't nothing for us to gain by resisting the king. Shoot, we young. We'd be better off living than dead. It would have made good sense, but it wasn't God's sin. Oh, y'all better catch me. Y'all better catch me. They, they could have said, well, you know, we, we are Jews, you know, and we're not in our homeland. Hello, you, you know what we heard when you're in Rome? You do like the Romans. Hello, somebody. I mean, they could have said that. Hello, somebody. They, 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 they could have said, well, 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 you know, we Jews and, you know, we got lots of money and we got nice houses and we kind of comfortable. If we don't do this, we're going to lose our job. Our standard of living is going to go down. Hello, somebody. But I believe that they got together and they said, what profits a man if he gained the whole world and lose his soul? Oh, glory to God. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, they could have had said that. Or they could have fast-forwarded to the year 2011. And they could have said, well, everybody else doing it. <laughs> everybody else doing it. <laughs> Hello, somebody. But, but they made a conscious decision, an intentional decision to stand the heat, even if it cost them their lives. As I move to a close, as I move to a close, uh, I want to just give you three principles for you to do a self-examination if you can stand the heat. Three things that you can do a self-examination if you can stand the heat. See, I'm not going to really tell you if you can stand the heat because some of us are good actors. <laughs> How you doing, Sister Sally? Oh, I'm saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, baptized with fire, and I'm running for Jesus. <laughs> so, so, you know, some of y'all... So I want this to be a self-examination. Hello, somebody. Are, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? A, a, a self-examination. And, and, and I want to just show you three principles that, that help these three Hebrew boys to stand the heat. Because as sure as you and I are on this side of heaven, if you had not already had a chance, you will have a chance to be in the fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? You will get a chance to be in the fiery furnace. And so the question comes down is, can you stand the heat? So I'm going to give you three things. I'm going to take my seat. The first thing I believe that if you're going to learn to stand the heat, I want to go back to verse 17. And here's the principle. If you're going to stand the heat, you've got to know who's on the throne. You see, you cannot play with the heat and you don't know who's on the throne. Hello, somebody. Look at 
verse 17. Verse 17 makes it clear to me that they understood who was on the throne. Notice what it says. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is. They didn't say might. They didn't say maybe. No, they said is. And let me explain something to y'all, because some folks don't know this. Let me tell you, is is the first cousin of now. See, you is, because you're now. And so they were saying to the king, our God is now able. Now, they could do that because they understood their position in faith. You know what Hebrews, and I don't know if it was connected to the Hebrew boy, but you know what Hebrews 11 said? Now, faith is. Oh, y'all better catch that. <laughs> you see, is is the first cousin of now. They understood that my God is now able. Well, I, some of y'all ain't caught it. You see, when you're in the midst of your heat of life, what happened to grandmama 20 years ain't going to help you now. You better understand who's on the throne, not yesterday. You need to know who's on the throne now. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? When you're going into that hospital room, you need to know who's on the throne. Oh, glory to God. When you're going to court and they done treated you bad, you need to know who's on the throne. Yeah. Hello, somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you're going looking for that job, you need to know who's on the throne. Yeah. Oh, glory to God. They understood that the king that they serve, the king of kings, the God of the world, the creator of all things, that he is able now. So you got to understand who's on the throne now. Now, in case you don't understand this, let me just put a little pin here. He is always on the throne. He's not just on the throne on Sunday morning. Hello, somebody. But when the temptations of life Come knocking on your door Saturday night at 11 o'clock looking good, fine, and smelling good. He's on the throne. Hello, somebody. When Mr. Fix-It comes to your house with more than his toolbox, you need to understand that he is the God on the throne. Oh, glory to God. I think y'all got my point. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. My God is a right now God. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? See, you can stand the heat when you understand that you're serving a right now God. Oh, glory to God. Point number two, since y'all got point number one, I'm going to move on. Point number two, you can stand the heat if you don't, somebody say don't, if you don't allow your temper to control you. See, it wasn't enough for them to know who's on the throne. Because he had that part control. But you know what? The fruit of the spirit tells us about self-control. Hello, somebody. Temperance. Hello, somebody. Long-suffering. Yeah, it's still in the book. Hello, somebody. 
Notice verse 19 and 20. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his vengeance was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and com commanded that they should be uh, that the heat of the furnace should be seven times more than it was normally to be. Now I need to let you know something else. Not only is three a good number, but seven is. Hello, somebody. You see, because whenever you see the number seven in the Bible, it stands for completion. And if James Cleveland was here this morning, he would say, I don't feel no ways tired because the God that has brought me this far ain't going to leave me now. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Oh, glory to God. Now, now, now notice this. In order to stand the heat, you can't let your temper control you. Hello, somebody. Now, now, why is this important? Let, let's just, let me just give you a quick rewind. These three Hebrew boys, Hebrew boys, they had not done anything really wrong. Hello, somebody. I mean, really, they weren't going around killing and stealing, bashing and fashion. You know what I mean? They, no, no, no. Okay? They were really minding their own business. Hello, somebody. They, they, they didn't do anything really wrong. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? But, but the king, he created a false god. And because they knew the difference between what's false and what's real, they decided we can't go for that false stuff. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? Now, I better break this down. I'm going to be done in a minute. You see, some of us need to understand the difference between false and real. Some of us get mad. When our so-called friends let us down. You should not get mad when a fake friend turned their back on you. Hello, somebody. Whoa, glory to God. Are oh, you hear what I'm saying? You ought to be shouting for joy. Hello, somebody. But some of us get so upset. Oh, my God. Because our fake friends turn their back on situation and I begin to explain to them well you know don't let that get you been out of shape it, it ain't that deep you know uh, we're gonna pray and we're gonna move on because if you you know hold on to this it's gonna hurt you more than it hurt them but pastor you don't really know what they did to me <laughs> hello somebody now y'all hear me you see some of us haven't read the book completely because the book is clear it said be angry but say not. And when you allow your temper to control you, you're going to always sin. Now, I'm going to just be real transparent. There's been some things happening in my life, honey, where I really felt like jumping up, slapping the out of somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Amen, like. 
remember, they knew the consequences. But they were clear. We'd rather obey our God than to obey a stiff-necked, crooked-faith-thinking king. Hello, somebody. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And so we've got to learn that if we're going to stand the heat, not to let our temper control us. Okay, my last point, I'm, I'm going to sit down. Uh, not only if you're going to stand the heat, do you need to know who's on the throne. Not only you've got to learn to control your temper and not your temper control you. But the last thing, let's look at verse 23. Look at verse 23. And the three, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. I want y'all to see this picture. Remember, they didn't do anything wrong, okay? The only thing they were guilty of was not serving Satan. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. That's what they were guilty of, okay? They, they, they were guilty of not following the world. Hello, somebody. Now, I don't know if y'all see this picture, but I, I, I want you to understand point number three. You can learn, you can stand the heat when you know that you know that you know the truth. Y'all better catch what I just said. You, you can stand the heat when you know that you know that you know that you know the truth. Now, I believe in my heart these fellas knew the truth. And I'm going to show you why. Look at verse 23. I want y'all to see this. And these three men, Shadrach, Abednego, and uh, uh, Meshach, fell down. Fell down, fell down, bound, not on the outskirts, but in the midst of the fiery furnace. Now, let me, let me break it down for them. You see, they were willing to bow down in the midst of the fiery furnace because they felt like what they had been going through, that God was still worthy of their worship. Hey, oh, glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You see, some of us, when we get into the heat of our life, we act like that God is not worthy of our worship. Hello, somebody. Oh, glory to God. But they understood, yes, we're being put into this fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. I know that my God is able to deliver us. But in spite of the heat, I still, we're still going to worship you. Hello, somebody. <laughs> worship. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? You see, too many of us let the heat of the night stop us from getting up on Sunday morning and worshiping. Are you hearing what I'm saying? These sellers, they knew what they went through. They understood that, yes, this could mean death, but my God is still able. Woo! He's still able, and I'm going to worship him.
They knew the truth. They, they knew the truth. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, glory to God. I'm almost done. See, I didn't check the clock when I got up. <laughs> so I think I'm about 25 minutes into my message. <laughs> now, notice this. They, they, they knew the truth. And here's the truth that you and I need to understand. We need to know that God's word is true. And his words says it this way. I will never leave you or forsake you. Oh, glory to God. You might be in the fiery furnace, but brother, no, I will never leave you or forsake you. They know the truth. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? I will never leave you or forsake you. It may get hot in there, but you ain't going to burn. Hello, somebody. They, they knew the truth. They knew God's word. Now they understood the truth. What is the truth? The truth is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Woo-hoo! Oh, glory to God. No weapon. It didn't say that the weapon wouldn't be formed. The furnace was already hot. But he made the mistake and made it seven times hotter. Hello, somebody. The weapon was already formed, but it will not prosper. Oh, my God, I wish y'all could see that. You, you see, when you understand that no weapon formed against you will prosper, you can worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The truth, the truth. Oh, glory to God. Oh, my God, my God. See, we need to understand that the truth is the truth. And the Bible teaches us that we have an adversary. And sometimes we get amnesia. Hello, somebody. But let me explain something to you. The truth is the devil is mighty. But God is Almighty. Hello, somebody. Now, y'all might not understand the difference between mighty and almighty. So let me just break it down. Almighty means I got it all. And I can share part of my all to make you mighty. But the sharing of my Almighty giving you mighty doesn't put you over my almighty. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Yeah, the devil's powerful. Hello, somebody. Okay? But he's not all powerful. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? And so when, when the cares of life get hot in your life, in your loved ones, you've got to remember that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You got to remember, lo, I'm with you always. Hello, somebody. I'm closing, I'm closing. 
always. We just want to keep it in the family. I told you that is is the first cousin of now. Always is another first cousin. Because that means forever. Hello, somebody. There's never a time that he can't be with you. Hello, somebody. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He said, Lo, I'm with you always. And that includes when you're in the fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. Y'all better catch it. You better catch it. You better catch it. Oh, glory to God. The truth. He told us, Jesus. Hello, somebody. I didn't go into the fact, but you remember the scripture teaches us that it came a point where the king had put in three. And, 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 and as he walked by the fiery furnace, he was anticipating smelling Hebrew barbecue. <clears throat> Hello, somebody. And he walked by the furnace and he didn't smell the Hebrew barbecue. And so he kind of backed up and he looked in and then he said, wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, fellas, didn't we put in three? They say, yes, sir. Didn't I pick the mighty of my mighty men to put these three in? Yes, sir. I don't smell no Hebrew barbecue. <laughs> so he backs up and he looks and he says, I don't see three, I see four. <laughs> and then he says, and the fourth one looks like the son of God. Hello, somebody. <laughs> now, I don't know if the fourth one was indeed the son of God or if it was an angel representing the son of God. Hello, somebody. But I do know one thing for sure. Y'all better catch this. Y'all better catch this one. I do know the truth. And the truth said, Jesus puts it this way. I go to prepare a place that where I am, you may also be. Hello, somebody. What are you saying? I believe that. That, that the Lord knew that they were going to end up in the fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. I believe that he went before them. He put in an insulation that the king couldn't see. And so when he threw them in the fire, whoo, the fire might have been hot, but it couldn't burn. Hello, somebody. Now, y'all to get some comfort out of that. Because if he knew that they were going to be in the fiery furnace. Guess what? He knows when you and I are going to be put in the fiery furnace. Hello, somebody. And so the truth is, he says, I go to prepare a place that where I am, ye may also be. Church, can you stand the heat? Can you stand the heat? Do you know who's on the throne? Are you willing to not let your temper control you? And are you willing to stay in the truth? Well, as I'm thinking about the truth, I'm reminded of what the truth is. And Jesus, he faced the heat. Yes, he did. 
And uh, when he faced the heat, oh, glory to God, he was ready to stand the heat. Hello, somebody. Because he understood that as he stood on the heat, <laughs> oh, glory to God, it wasn't going to be just about him. Hello, somebody. He had me and you on his mind. Oh, glory to God. And so the Bible teaches us that, yes, Jesus, he faced the heat of death. And you and I need to understand we're going to have to face the heat of death. Hello, somebody. But the question is, are you going to stand the heat? Hello, somebody. Are you going to be able to stand the heat? They lied on Jesus. Yes, they did. They rejected Jesus. Yes, they did. They put him in a borrowed tomb. Yes, 